0: Hello! Welcome to the LibroCube! My name is Jordan Maywin and I am the Lackadaiso LibroCube. Today, my friends, is TV Tuesday. I call it TV Tuesday because Television Tuesday is kind of wordy feeling. Yeah, that's why I do it. Also, um, it's an episode in which I talk to TV, so that also sort of fits with the name. Something I like to say at the top of every show is that there will be spoilers. Count that, me just saying that right now, as your spoiler warning. Because it will likely be your one and only. I do not try to censor myself for the reason that that is difficult to do. And as I say to the little kids listening out there, if work is hard, don't do it. Don't even try. Oh boy. Another thing I like to say, I mean... Is that if you like what you hear, the only payment I ask is a million dollars? <laughs> no, that is ridiculous. The only payment I ask is perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. Perhaps you rate, subscribe, and comment within iTunes, as that is what helps podcasts grow and flourish. Dear-ish. Thank you for those who have done so. It does not go unnoticed, and it is very, very going to go ahead and throw in one more. Very much appreciated. You the best, da best. So, all of that said, we'll take us into our last piece of podcast-related business, and it is a business, is it not? We gotta, we gotta make our money, we gotta rake in that dough with things like today's sponsor which is Toronto Mayor Rob Ford's Key of Cocaine to the City. Once again, today's sponsor is Toronto Mayor Rob Ford's Key of Cocaine to the City. Thank you to whatever the hell that is for sponsoring, let's face it, whatever the hell this is. kind of a different TV Tuesday episode. In that, I've brought back two just little snippets of late-night talk show hosts, the hijinks, and then uh, the last part of the show we're going to focus on, which I've never done before, shows that I hate. Mostly shows that the missus likes that I hate, but some that uh, I'm not sure how she feels about one way or the other. So that normally, to the liberal queue, which is what we are in, what I am talking in, Uh, I don't usually bring things back that I don't like, so I thought I'd try it out. That's what, like, you know, critics do and things. They criticize things, right? Right. Anyways, let's start with the good stuff, and then we'll move into the bad stuff. The good stuff being uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live had on, as you may have heard, if you are a living human being, Toronto Mayor Rob Ford on Jimmy Kimmel Live, because that happened. How did that happen? Why would he, Jimmy Kimmel even, I was going to say, why would he do that? Jimmy Kimmel literally asked Rob Ford, why would you do this? Why would you come on the show? Have you not seen the show? (laughs) It doesn't seem like a wise maneuver. But if you are kind of how I'm sort of thinking of Rob Ford is just getting his shits and giggles on, then yeah, sure, of course you you would go on the show. Why wouldn't you? Jimmy Kimmel said he was dressed like a magician, Uh had the black suit, black shirt, red tie, red uh, little handkerchief, pocket handkerchief. Yeah, that's a little magician-y. He was sweating bullets. And uh, on the one hand, I feel for him being a Canadian who is always hot, sort of no matter what the temperature, and then going down from our Canadian winter, down to the states to friggin california where it's always hot yeah you're probably gonna get your sweat on the uh 100 plus extra pounds probably not helping that scenario <laughs> uh one of the, my favorite little things that came up from this interview is that for some reason and he never really explained it exactly uh jimmy kimmel picked rob ford up at the airport I really enunciated that sentence, so you didn't think I was making it up. Uh, He says he doesn't do that for guests, but for some reason he did it for Rob Ford. Um, And I like that thought. (laughs) It's just Jimmy Kimmel. I I was hoping he wore maybe a chauffeur's hat. Uh, Jimmy showed a bunch of tweets from uh, Torontonians that were upset over the fact that uh, Rob Ford was doing this. And, uh, yeah, I get their opinion. He's the mayor of Toronto. Why is he going on Jimmy Kimmel Live? Not to mention his whole, you know, smoke and crack and things of that nature. One thing they did that I suppose was amusing, but also maybe even could be construed as a little mean spirited, and that was uh, Jimmy and Rob walked over to a TV screen and then they played a bunch of clips of Rob Ford and the various troubles he has been in and the various times he's been in the news and it it seemed a little attacky so uh, a part of me did feel bad for Rob Ford Uh, and I used to be more sort of pro Rob Ford as far as whatever as as long as the city of Toronto is still there when I occasionally visit it for things like Fan Expo uh, that's fine with me but then he did the whole seemingly very anti-homosexual thing of Uh, What was it with the flag, the the gay flag, and wouldn't go to Pride Parade, even though most mayors of Toronto have done so. Uh, So that's where he's kind of lost me. Because if you're going to be a mayor of a major city that has, I think Toronto has one of the world's largest gay Pride Parades, like, worldwide, you you can't be, you know, anti-anything. You can't be anti, say, racism. Or, sorry, (laughs) you can't be anti-racism. I mean, you can't be, like, anti-black person, as in a racist, or you can't be anti-gay person, as in a homophobe. So, you know, that's that's where he kind of eludes me, and that's why my feeling bad for what kind of felt a little attacky on Jimmy Kimmel Live was uh, was not quite as uh, hurtful feeling. Yeah, okay. That makes as much sense as anything I say, so we will leave Jimmy Kimmel behind. See, just a little snippet, a little snippet of something uh, that happened that's I thought I should mention, and then I have just an even smaller snippet from uh, Conan O'Brien, because I felt like uh, these are the two late-night talk show hosts. Well, now that I have Pete Holmes, there's him as well. Okay, well, I did a whole Pete Holmes TV Tuesday episode last Tuesday, so uh, I felt like these guys deserved a little as well. Uh, Conan does a thing, which I think I've brought back before, called Clueless Gamer, in which he will uh, play a video game, despite the fact that he is, you guessed it, a clueless gamer. Yes. Uh, This time he played uh, WWE 2K14. Oh, boy. Uh, Wrestling games are, as far as I have played in my entire video game career, for the most part, not, how you say, fun. Uh, I think if you like wrestling, potentially you will like wrestling video games, but even then, potentially you won't. So, I think maybe one of the reason they uh, chose this game is because it has a character creation feature, and uh, whenever they play, <laughs> whenever these guys play, it's Conan O'Brien and Oh shit, I forgot to write down the other guy's name, as I usually do. A guy who actually knows video games. He's been on uh, the podcast the Indoor Kids a couple of times. Anyways, he's sort of there to help Conan through the video gaming process, including creating a character. Now, they sort of set it up that Conan's the one who's creating the character, but but uh, I kind of don't think he is. I think it's this other guy who sets it up. And they always do a character that uh, resembles Conan. So, <laughs> Uh, comedically, so like in this case, it was basically somehow so skinny in arms and legs as to appear just bones only. I had the red hair, a bit of the quaff, the Conan and by Conan O'Brien head hair quaff thing, and a uh, pale, of course, <laughs> redhead. Uh-huh. Anyway, it's very very funny, so I recommend you check that out. And uh, probably if you've never seen. This is is one of those instances where I both envy and pity you if you've never seen uh, a clueless gamer. Pity because they're friggin' awesome and you don't know what you're missing. Envy because now you can go over to YouTube, type in clueless gamer, and you'll have a whole whack of these episodes. You can watch all at once. Get your binge on. Yay, that fact. Again, thank you for both of these guys for putting their clips on YouTube. Because, well, you know, I'm not up late enough to watch the actual programs, so I need me some clips. Okay, so now we're going to move into really something I've never done before, and that is talk of shows that I don't like. I don't bring back books that I don't like because, well, for a book, I usually give it uh, 100 pages. And if by 100 pages I'm really not having a good time, I will stop reading video games Couple hours, or sometimes it's blatantly obvious, and then I'll stop playing. Uh, fry Internet Day well, most things on the Fry Internets are short, and there's such an abundance of things to bring back. I only bring back things I like. Um, movies, yeah, like how many ones and twos have I given movies on Movie Mondays? Virtually none. So, uh, that's really not what this podcast is about, is bringing things back that I don't like. But with TV, and specifically TV shows that the Mrs. likes, uh, I thought it would be fun. You know what, let me get two out of the way that uh, I don't think the Mrs. likes or cares about one way or the other. In fact, one of them I know she does not like. Uh, And to me, these two shows kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of go hand in hand. And they are three and a half men in the Big Bang Theory. Uh, My primary reason for really not caring and not even being able to watch these shows for more than 30 seconds before starting to get angry, is the laugh track. The actual, as I describe it, and I think I've said this on the podcast before, actual laughs to laugh track crank to 11 is grating and annoying as fuck, and I hate it. Uh, It's worse on Three and a Half Men, I think, than it is on Big Bang Theory, each of which I've only been able to watch maybe five minutes maximum, maximum of each. So, you know, take my hatred with, I suppose, a grain of salt just because I haven't seen a full episode, but still, yeah, but still. The other thing with Big Bang Theory, and this has come up on talks in which I have spoken of Community, the television show, and that is a Big Bang Theory makes fun of nerds, while uh, Community, the show, is for nerds, and I, I think that's a very, very important distinction, and one of the reasons I have a great dislike for that show. And I think the audiences of Community and the audiences of Big Bang, if you could compare each, unfortunately I think the audience of Big Bang is quite a bit larger, <laughs> a lot larger, which is a shame. Uh, If you can compare those two audiences, you'd see quite a difference. Quite a difference. Okay, so uh, those shows, The Misses, I I know she doesn't like Big Bang Theory at all, and I kind of don't think she cares for Three and a Half Men, one way or the other. Now, let's move into shows that The Misses is very fond of. Uh, First, we'll start with her favorite show, which is The Golden Girls. Now, There's a nostalgia factor there, I get. Uh, I've seen probably more episodes of Golden Girls than I would care to admit. Uh, Just because when I was younger, my mom used to watch it. And, well, I was there while she was watching it. So what are you going to do, right? I'm a kid. She's an adult. She's watching it. And uh, there is the odd laugh. So, like, whereas with Three and a Half Men and Big Bang Theory, I'd give like a 1 or 0. Am I allowed to give zeros? I don't think I've ever given anything a 0. Anyways, 1 or 0 out of 5. Golden Girls, I'd go like 2, maybe even some 3 moments. So my, my absolute utter hatred is, is not there as it is for some of these other shows. One thing that really I don't like, though, is that because this is her favorite show, she basically always, always always has it on the go starts at the beginning season one which obviously she has this on dvd watches it the whole way through and then starts again at the beginning um that drives me nuts just because there are so many quality way 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 better shows out there that she could expose herself to that i have just for example I, i pay for netflix she doesn't use it uh so Kind of drives me nuts that she does that. Okay, so let's move on to probably her second favorite, I think. And I'm not going to be specific here. I'm just going to bunch it all together and say the real Housewives. I think New Jersey is her favorite, just for the record. And this is a show or a series of shows that I wish was... Well, A, never existed, or B, was sort of wiped off the face of the earth, and is contributing or is evidence of the slow decline of humanity into stupidity. Aha. Every time she watches it, I say, oh, so you're, uh, you're melting your brain, I see. These roads are bad today, people. Uh, we'll give you the Cube traffic report just because I'm finding I have to concentrate a little bit on the road. Uh, supposed to be 10 to 15 centimeters of snow today, but we haven't got that yet because I'm driving to work, so I'm not looking forward to the drive home, I'll tell you that, if it's this bad now. Uh, and this is the scariest part, just because I'm going up a huge, huge hill, like, I should like take a picture of this hill one day and show you how large this hill is, uh, because one time going up a hill such as this, on a day such as this, I spun out and over- And almost went over a cliff that uh, would have killed me. Yeah. So now I don't like doing this. Next car I get, I'm going to get 4x4 and I'm going to invest in snow tires. This car, uh, not 4x4 because whatever. And uh, not snow tires because it is a lease that is almost up. So uh, I didn't want to invest in snow tires on a lease. You feel me? Thus concludes Jordan's uh, auto and road report. What were we talking about? Real Housewives. Yeah. uh, A lot of people, I think, if had the ability to go back in time and kill someone are going to pick Hitler. Now, the only reason I wouldn't do that is because so many people are going to do it already. So uh, I think Hitler is probably taken care of with all the people who would choose Hitler. I would... Go back and find whoever came up with the idea for the whole Real Housewives thing and kill them. Uh, the next one is bad and doubly or quintuply bad for the reason that it's on every single day and the missus watches it every single day and it's on multiple friggin' bazillion times every single day and that is Judge Judy. Judge Judy. Why do I hate this show? Probably her personality. She's just a horrible bitch. Mostly that's why and I don't like people with bad attitudes and she's got a bad bad attitude. Then there are the people on the show who are in court for one reason or the other. Uh, they are sort of probably people who watch Real Housewives and uh, people who watch Big Bang Theory. They have that sort of feel to them. Then there's the whole uh, bureaucracy thing. It's like watching a show that is showing bureaucracy. Sometimes I have trouble with that word, especially when I'm heated like I am now. Bureaucuracy. Right now my boss is behind me, and he does have four-wheel drive and snow tires, so now he can see how I slide all around all the time. Okay, so let's uh, leave Judge Judy behind, move on to any show with Gail Vaz Oxlade, because that's a name. Gail Vaz, as I like to call her. I leave off the Oxlade part. She has a couple of shows. There's uh, like four of them, maybe. I don't know. They're all the same, just with different titles. Uh, Money, Moron, Till Debt Do Us Part, Princess. Anyways, all shows where people come on who have money problems. People who are in debt. People who cannot pay their bills. People who are struggling to keep afloat. So, first off, Gail taking advantage of their situation for, quote-unquote, entertainment. Uh, I should specify that I am not entertained by this, so she's not doing a very good job exploiting them for entertainment, but uh, many people, I assume, for the reason that there's many of these friggin' stupid shows, are entertained. She's similar to Judge Judy in that she is a bitch and has an attitude and I don't like her. Oh, it's It's just that sort of... I'm the boss. Do what I say. Attitude that uh, that gets to me. Okay, let's move on to uh, gypsy stuff. Uh, I think she's kind of curved it, curved, curved it a bit with the gypsy shows. I haven't seen her watch one of those in a while. I don't know. Just shows with gypsies, <laughs> big fat gypsy wedding. Oh, uh, wedding. That's another thing that I'm sort of happy to report. When we were st- first started dating. Uh, Up until we got married, and a little bit, like maybe as much as a year, even after we were married, she would just watch wedding show after wedding show after wedding show. I took it as a hint and proposed, and one of the reasons I proposed is in the hopes that I wouldn't have to watch another goddamn wedding show. So, you know, mission accomplished there. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, no, I haven't seen her watch one of those in a while, so that's good. Uh, A new addition that uh, was interesting maybe two or three times is Border Security. Uh, This is a very good example of a lot of the shows she watches, which is you could watch three, four episodes, and then you've seen every episode. Every episode will follow the exact same formula with a slight variation. So why even bother watching anymore, is my thought, when there's so much good friggin' stuff out there to watch. God. Okay, my last note is a city line. Yeah, I'm a heterosexual male. So, I think that will uh, explain my lack of desire to watch city line. And we'll leave it at that one, don't we? Uh, there's probably some more. <laughs> I actually asked her last night for some examples. She did give me that city line one. Oh, T-Mom. T-Mom. Yeah, she gave give me that example too. That like, like... The Real Housewives, very, very good example of the slow decline of our society as a whole, and it sickens me to watch that show. Oh, uh she likes those 600-pound people with 600-pound shows. Oh, you know what? I'm having an influx. These are not in my notes. These are just things I've realized that should be in my notes. Uh, anything with surgeries, she won't watch necessarily just because it has surgery, but when it does have a surgery, uh, I can't watch that shit. It grosses me out, and... As Adam Corliss says, if, you, if it doesn't make you happy, if it doesn't make you money and you can't beat off to it, why are you exposing yourself to it? So, don't like that. Similar vein is a show called uh, Dr. Paul, P-O-L. Uh, he's a veterinary doctor. And, yeah, animals that are not interesting to me. And animals in pain are animals that have to be cut open. less interesting even. I don't mean to say less interesting, I mean grows me out. I don't want to see animals in pain. I I may not want to have a pet, but I don't want to see a pet in pain, if that makes any sense, which I believe it does. Okay, so uh, potentially the missus will actually listen to this episode since I warned her it would happen, so uh, hello! Hello there! (laughs) And that'll be the end of this episode. A perfect place to end is me saying hello. Oh my god, makes zero sense whatsoever. Uh, I will say one final thing, as I do from time to time, and that is it is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. There's yet to come come the day on mine Live long and prosper